You've seen it a hundred times. The fire is out, but what happens when you pull away from the scene? What happens to the victims who are confused and scared? I'm George Godfrey, president of 1-800-BOARD-UP, and I'm here to tell you that you never have to leave a victim alone again with 1-800-BOARD-UP Disaster Victim Services. You call, we come, 24-7-365. We help people answer the question, what's next, and make sure they have everything they need. Call us, because we are the next step. Hey, this is Ben Flagel, president of the Fools International, and welcome to our April podcast. This is going to be real brief. We've just got some uh, some updates for you and uh, talk a little bit about what we feel the Fools should be focusing on during uh, the COVID crisis. And today I've got uh, Bart, Bart Simpson, our founding Fool from Orlando, or from uh, Florida. He's He's here with us, and we've got Bob Foss, Vice President, and Robbie Fisher is at the helm doing his magic on the uh, on the keyboard or whatever that thing is that he uses to do this. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. We're gonna um, we're gonna focus a little bit on COVID. We're calling it the COVIDs now. That's the latest way to refer to it. Everybody's tired of the nineteen part, so we're dropping that. Uh, this is the COVIDs. And several chapters have jumped in on the COVID training challenge. And uh, I don't know if everybody saw Jimmy Myers' Treasure Coast uh, event, but it was a a bumper line that uh, attacked the chapter T-shirts for the the chapters he was challenging to follow up. And I thought it was really good and enjoyable challenge to watch. I saw Cigar City out there. It was good to see them getting involved. And it's a newer chapter, and they they are an on fire chapter. So, met those guys at the uh, convention this past year. So I hope everyone everyone will uh, continue to keep up the good work, keep that challenge rolling along, and see how many chapters we can we can hit with it. It helps it helps folks keep their minds off of tearing into each other as the weeks go by and it gets really old. So I don't know about all of you, but uh, for a small department like the one I work for up here in Fairbanks, the uh, the COVID is a real challenge. We have um, a small group of chiefs and, and officers to manage with all these issues. We have uh, well, only 50 firefighters and, and we're the second largest department. Uh, so that tells you if, if we suffer a hit, like Seattle took this past week, where they lose 20 firefighters from one fire station, it's gonna it's gonna be a real challenge for us to continue to serve. So uh, I'm up to my neck in the COVIDs, as you might say, and uh, and some departments may not be experiencing as much intensity. Maybe uh, you're in a in a low target area, um, or maybe your department is so large that it's it's just not making a big impact, and you're just bored out of your mind. But what I'd like to remind everybody is that fools need to be leading from the front. Uh, you need to be all in, as Von Appen says, uh, in what your department needs from you. So as the teams try to get a handle on this, it should be fools in the lead, uh, participating with a good attitude, whether they feel like it's, a, it's just a waste of time or or whether you, you're really being impacted by it. Uh, 
Uh, fools need to be team players in making this happen. And Bart will talk more about the COVIDs, and uh, Bob is going to touch on being foolish during this difficult season and also give us a convention update. Uh, that's about all I've got, and I'm going to pass it on to Bart. Well, I just uh, wanted to come on and say hi to the brothers and sisters. I know you don't see us very often, but uh, I've been in contact with the rest of the founders. Everybody's doing good. Um, other than uh, Mike Gilbert and Mike Dugan, everybody else is still on the job. So we're we're living the same things that you are um, across the country and kind of just wanted to say that, um, you know, we're behind you. Um, the brotherhood is alive and stay with the brotherhood. And as Ben and the rest of the e-board says, you know, the fools need to be out front, just like we are with training and everything else representing the fire service. And um, I, I want you to know the founders are, are with all the brothers and sisters across the country and the world that are that are having to deal with this this nasty virus and, or disease or whatever we're going to call it this week. Um, you know, I. I our department is right outside of Disney World, and we get spikes of calls. And we have uh, just as what's coming out on the news that we have a, a large Hispanic population, and two of those areas um, are the main affected areas in our county. We have 1,700 square miles, 16 stations, and um, we're, we're starting to see the the curve. Our governor and the is saying that uh, next week is when we're supposed to hit the peak. But um, as most of you know, that we have a stay-at-home order. Not everybody seems to be following that around here. Um, I just had the dog at the vet, and traffic was heavier than rush hour. So I don't know if everybody's out trying to get lunch or what. But um, as I said, you know, we're, the founders are, are still on the line. Um, we care about our brothers and sisters. And the biggest thing, and, and I'm sure every department deals with it, treat this like it's the real thing. As we, as we train for fire ground operations, we should be training and wearing our proper protective clothing um, for this incident. This is a specialized hazmat incident that we've never dealt with before. Um, slowly getting, there's still some naysayers out there. We had a guy who's a paramedic for Rural Metro coughing on the people at the at the store the other day so they you know that put a, a bad light he's not a fool's member he's not in the fire service but that was the headline first responder uh you know coughs on people at store and laughs about it well they they towed him to jail too and he wasn't laughing then but wear your ppe treat this like the real thing as as you know we we go to fire calls and everything else and you know my department's no different than any other that we get lax, oh, it's just a fire alarm, it's just a fire alarm, and now it's, oh, it's just a stupid medical call. But they're, they're, we're going to stupid medical calls, which are cardiac or other related medical emergencies, and we're finding these people uh, are confirmed cases. And um, to our brothers and sisters in New York and New Jersey, quit sending people to Florida. Uh, we're having a big problem uh, the other day. Our, our crews ran an uh, auto accident. And the people literally just got off the plane, got a rental car, got into an accident, and all three in the vehicle were confirmed cases of COVID-19. They just wanted to come to Florida because it's a little nicer down here to recuperate. And uh, our, our governor's kind of hit the roof with that. But as just like I keep going back to fire calls, uh, 
treat it like it's the real thing. We don't know what everybody has. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm not running for Cuba. So <laughs> they're all running here. But um, treat it as the real thing. Wear your protective clothing because we never know what's going on. And um, you know, not to beat a dead horse, but this, this is the real thing is as we continue to lose brothers and sisters in the fire service, um, and the sheriff's departments in our area and the police departments, uh, they're having people that are sick and they've lost a couple deputy sheriffs in South Florida. So um, it, it's the real thing. Treat it like it's the real thing. Wear your personal protective clothing and I'll kind of get off the bandwagon. But I just want you to know that the founders uh, uh, are out and we support your brothers and sisters and you know, we're on the front lines just like you guys are and kind of want you to know that we're, we're with you guys as we get through this crisis and we'll come out as um, a stronger fire service organization. And, you know, we can we'll be able to hold our heads high when we're done with this chaos and, you know, stand proud and, uh, you know, take care of each other, you know, look out for each other. And if somebody's not feeling good or whatever or check on their families or or whatever, but again, take all the precautions and take care of each other. That's excellent, Bart. Uh, what a great way to put it. Um, it reminds me, someone earlier in the month said, you don't, we we're talking to younger firefighters and, and we said, you know, this it doesn't seem to be the heroic disaster that you might have envisioned yourself being a part of. 9-11 um, was was very different, but you don't get to choose your disaster or that time when you need to rise up and do your job. You don't get to pick the type of disaster it is, whether it's a flood or, um, you know, a terrorist attack or a virus. And it would be a shame to look back on the time when the country needed us to perform and your department, your company didn't take it seriously and was a contributor to the problem versus part of the solution. So thank you. Thank you for those words, Bart. Yep. Bob, what do you got for us? Hey, so uh, appreciate it, uh, the opportunity. Uh, I'm, I'm going to continue on a little bit with that. What Bart was talking about and Ben touched on, um, my topic truly is, is keeping the foolishness alive during the COVID-19 pandemic, both at the firehouse and at home. Um, I think a lot of the people we're starting to see and realize, and more and more are understanding that the people are getting laid off and losing their jobs and furloughed, but we're still working. We're, we're still out there and dealing with this every day. So. And it's really important, like both of you just said, is, is supporting our brothers and sisters and their families. I think the families, uh, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people are finding their news and their information on social media. So as you guys are getting information from work, please share that information with your families and, and your coworkers to keep them informed. Appreciate your people and their work. Again, uh, the, the EMS calls and a number of people are talking about the peaks in these things starting to come up within the next couple of weeks. You know, appreciate what the guys and gals are doing, running out the calls, running the medical calls. The medical call numbers are going to increase here and, and you know, prolonged times at the hospitals and stuff like that. So we really got to make sure we look out for and support your people. Uh, working at a busier station like I do is uh, we, we a lot of times have the opportunity, if I have the ability to put my unit on a detail so they can come back if they've run 18, 19, 20 calls in a shift, I could put them on a detail a little while to uh, make sure they're getting their, their, their chance to eat, you know, so they're, they're, hold them on the incident so they can decon the unit. 
give these two people a chance to eat and stuff like that because it's extremely important to help them uh, stay healthy. Um, the other thing is, 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 and Bart touched on a little bit, step away from the stress of this COVID stuff because that's where everything we're hearing. You know, if we could do some basic training, fire-related training, again, it really helps these guys out um, just to get their minds off it because that, that's all we're talking about, the conference calls in the station, the lineup at the station, and everything that we're seeing everywhere, it's, it's really important to try to get them away from that and to help with the mental aspect of that. Also touched on a little bit, looking out and supporting our families. You know, take some time away from the stresses at work and stuff like that when you can and, and spend time with the family. You know, and, and it's good for both you and your family to physically step away from it physically and mentally to help them to, to get through it all. The other thing I, I see a lot of and a lot of stuff on social media is is people bashing their departments. You know, promote your department. When things are going well, promote your employees and, and they're, when they're doing well and your shift mates on their response to the current pandemic. Um, you know, again, people are going to make mistakes. The departments are going to make mistakes. They're still learning from this as well. But the biggest thing that, that we need to remember is, is, is the whole complaining thing. You know, if you're going to complain, complain up. Uh, and, uh, and if you are going to complain, you know, bring solutions to the table for this. You know, everybody's learning from it. I was fortunate enough to be able to reach out to Robbie and because they, they were ground zero for this when it came into Seattle. So I got a lot of information from Robbie and was able to bring that back and, and promote that within my department. And I'll tell you flat out, a number of the things that we did and that Robbie and those guys did in Seattle, we put into place here, you know, and, and I told them, hey, is it my information? I've got it from guys from across the country. So share information with one another and help each other get through that. An example of that is the, is the, uh, the dispatch protocol 36 for the pandemic. We hadn't put that into place until after Robbie Fisher and I talked. And that's something I brought into my department. We use the same dispatch system that they use out in Seattle. So we were able to add that to our dis dispatch uh, capabilities. Um, so again, support one another. Share the equipment, the resources, the information, and the knowledge. Because again... What we need to do, and the foolishness component of it is, is helping one another out. Uh, be a role model. Again, Bart, I think, touched on this a little bit. Uh, you know, being a role model is extremely important. Lead by example during all this. I can't go out and tell all my guys and gals, hey, I need you to wear the cloth mask around the fire station when I'm walking around the fire station without a cloth mask on. You know, be in there. I know a lumber guys, and I'm seeing officers are sending their firefighters in the door, hey, go do a recon on this patient while I sit in the fire engine. That doesn't make sense, okay? Uh, my preference is, is myself and my paramedic will go inside wearing the appropriate PPE, and we're able to do a, a quick, you know, a recon and figure out what we have. If I have the capability to bring that individual outside and do a set of vitals, bring them outside and sit them on the front porch, okay? I know, Ben, some of us... It's still snowing up there. It's It's been in the 70s here, 75 and stuff like that. So it might not be a good idea to bring your people out on the front porch if you can prevent it. But, again, get them out of that, that environment, especially if it's potentially contaminated, you know, less likely to contaminate our people. Um, the only other thing, guys, and this is a true, true st statement of testament, this is when we can live by our mission statement. And our mission statement totally reads, it says, uh, fools exemplify the true meaning of the brotherhood by providing training opportunities to brother and sister firefighters worldwide. We organize benefits to assist not only a firefighter and their families in need, but the communities as well. 
The fools exist to strengthen the brotherhood of our chosen profession and fuel the flame of passion we have but for our calling. So, so again, pandemic time, something like this is truly an opportunity that we could prevent, promote what we believe in and the way to be. So that's all I really have on that. I just want to give you guys a quick update on the convention. Uh, reaching, uh, guys have been reaching out to Tim Bob, and, and there's some communication. They're still working on things, as you guys are all aware. Everything under the sun is shut down, the hotels and the restaurants and all that stuff. So give these guys a chance. Let's let things settle down a little bit. Um, they'll get the information out to you. They were kind of holding off again a little bit about on the registration. Again, we just need you guys all to be understanding and aware of that they're still functioning. It's not as busy and crazy right now because they have everything going on, but they are still working on things. So stand by for further information on convention this year. Well, thank you, Bob. Appreciate your your words there. And uh, Rob, I think we'll we'll finish off with you and your thoughts about the training challenge. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's good to see all three of you. Um, those that are listening to the podcast, when we we're doing this, we're recording it on Skype, and we usually have our camera on so we can see each other's face. And uh, it's entertaining at times. Yep, Ben's got his finger up his nose. But it's it's you know it's good with all of this going on and all the social distancing and isolation across the country. It's it's really good to connect in with your people your friends and family, especially trying to do it uh, visually um, through FaceTime or Skype or whatever the video medium is that you're using. But um, so it's good to see you guys. And I, and I just, you know, to echo what the three others have already said, I mean, you know, Bob, I, I think it's a, Bob and Bart both talked about uh, role modeling and, and being the setting the example. And, and that's what we do as fools. So that's awesome. And the other thing about the, about the COVIDs, is that, yeah, I know we, as a international, we kind of get uh, divided on our political stances on this, and we know that this goes back and forth. But just just remember, using Seattle as the example, all we have to have is one of our members have test positive, and at shift change, like Seattle, they're all sitting in the same kitchen at shift change, and it wiped out 20 people. Be it that you agree or disagree with how we handle COVID-19, your department is going to handle it as you're not going to be at work. And so that wipes out half a station uh, in Seattle. So um, we can figure out all the particulars when everything is said and done, and we can look at it and do all the investigation and, and deal with it later. But as, as of right now, set the example, be the role model, and uh, wear your PPE, as, as Bart said. So I'll tell you one thing, though. COVID or the COVIDs, it hasn't stopped training. Um, we have, as as the international and and all of you chapters have been doing a phenomenal job uh, with with the training. Um, we had at the end of March uh, the quarantined firefighter online conference, and we had a number of our fools members teaching in it and instructing it. It was over three days. It was all over Zoom. Um, I participated, or I was on for one day. I didn't get to do the other two days. But there was a lot of really good information, and it's a, and, you know it just goes to show there are other ways that we can we can train, share information without having to be at a conference and with each other in these times. Um, the Lone Star Fools, um, Zach King and his his chapter did uh, they do a phenomenal job with uh, their Sunday sermons. They do them regularly. I know there's a lot of chapters that do some form of a Sunday sermon, but 
and I've had the opportunity to to attend one uh, while down in in Austin area visiting with Zach, and they do a great job. And uh, this time they took it online, and so they opened it up. They had Rick George there uh, talking about resiliency, and so it's good to see that. Uh, just another form of how our chapters are out sharing information and and getting it out there. Um, uh, March 23rd, we had a blog talk radio. Bob Foss had uh, Rick George on talking about resiliency. And so we ran that out. Our next uh, blog talk um, uh, show will be uh, May 11th. Uh, we don't have a guest as of yet. Uh, so I'll be working on that. But we'll have a uh, show that's going to go out on May 11th. And as you know, we're also doing these shows on the Fools podcast. So uh, we have multiple things going on when it comes to podcasts and, and sharing information. And probably the biggest thing is this isolation challenge that got started up. Um, you know, really, Bob Foss was the the one that kind of brought it, brought up the idea. And um, we kind of threw it around as, as the international as we were dealing with all the COVID stuff. And uh, then one day, Bob sends me a video and says, hey, man, can you help me uh, edit this video Robbie and I'm like, yeah, what is it? And it was um, Bonton and Bob. They were down, or the whole group was. I guess you guys were all down in in the area, and uh, they recorded the first challenge, and and it went really well. And so, if you've been on our website or been on, I should say, if you've been on our Facebook page, you'll see that it's uh, there's a several videos out there. So um, it kind of escalated. You know, Bonton ended up challenging the Muddy River Fools, who challenged the Treasure Coast Fools, and Treasure Coast couldn't just do one challenge. They had to do two. So they went to the Adventure Coast and Charleston Metro. And we've got, you know, it's it moved out. We've got like eight chapters still we're waiting to hear from their challenges. But Adventure Coast challenged Cigar City in New England. Cigar City challenged Revolutionary and the 50th State Fools. New England challenged Alamo and the Departed Ones. Uh, Departed Ones, we were having some discussion, and they were, they're were they in Arizona. So if you didn't know where the Departed Ones are, they're in, they're in Arizona. Um, Alamo challenged the MC, the uh, Marion County Fools, Iron Brother, and Indy Metro. And Marion County was the last one to get their video up, and they've since challenged First Whip, CS United, and Brothers of Pasco. So we got videos we're waiting for from Revolutionary, 50th State, First Whip, CS United, Brothers of Pasco, Iron Brother, Indy Metro, The Departed Ones, and The Charleston Metro Fools. So um, that's a lot of training going on. And, and I've watched all of the videos and um, you know some of the stuff might be kind of just revisiting things or going back to some of the basics. But um, as we know in the fire service, when you have a solid grasp of the basics, all the other stuff comes together. So there's been a lot of really good information going on. That's all I got from training. If uh, any of you are out there looking for information or need anything, don't hesitate to reach out to me and, and I'll do my best to help facilitate something. So thanks, Ben. Well, I appreciate all of you joining us. And uh, that's it for the Fool's Podcast today. And uh, as Robbie said, we'll be putting things together for the future here. So... Stay foolish. All right, brothers and sisters, we'll see you soon. <laughs>